to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How are you doing, Dad? Uh, I'm doing well, Steve. Um, I'm always doing well, Steve, aren't I? You are. Well, apart from that one week. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That one week when um, it wasn't um, absolutely perfect. But since then and before then and into the future, I think I'm going to be fine. I feel really good at the moment. We've got some smashing stuff coming up and lots of ideas coming up. And that keeps me going. That's the one thing that um, inspires me and keeps me uh, ticking over good so uh, i'm very very happy at the moment good good i'm just trying to um keep a cat out of the office so not and and not one of ours not one of ours this time this is (laughs) another cat oh stray is it yeah this is uh (laughs) one of the stray cats that we've um oi come on now sorry everyone this is proving to be a bit of a nightmare so yeah there's this, there's basically another stray and don't worry everyone we're not taking in another we're not having six cats um but no. yeah this uh this uh stray cat bless him he uh he's a bit afraid of um he's a bit afraid of humans and um doesn't um sort of runs away from from everyone and he's he's a bit volatile bless him he's been through a lot and um but he is absolutely infatuated with um our female cat that is the mother um absolutely adores her so he's always following her around and whenever i'm in the office and she is with me in the office outside we have an outside office then (laughs) he, he he rocks up at some point and decides to want to come in and we have to stop him because he is not uh, neutered so he sprays unfortunately so a bit oh, of a cat yeah. situation at the moment but it's all right and um just a kitten update as that no one asked for but i'm going to tell everyone anyway <laughs> is that um all of the kittens are now um had their operations and are outside um so all this sort of peace that i once had uh, in this uh in our log cabin outside I no longer have. So it's back to the days where I was talking to you, Dad, covered in kittens. Um, they're a bit bigger kittens now, but they still love to um, love to run over the keyboard when I'm working. And um, I'm sure I'm sure we'll hear a few purrs at some point today as well in this episode. So keep an eye out for that, everyone. Um, sorry about that. I've delayed us carrying on, but um, we've got a fair bit to talk about. Uh, so much well, we, noise. Were, we were talking about me and how, <laughs> how I am um, uh, on top of the world at the moment with lots and lots of new projects, new ideas, and uh, new pan pastel pictures that we're going to show off. And uh, it's, it's going well. The whole thing is going well at the moment. Everything. I seem to be touching gold, whatever I um, you know, take part in or uh, come up with. Lovely. And, uh, which is really, really satisfying, as you can imagine. Uh, I bet. I bet. And we've got two pictures to uh, talk about, which we'll get to a little bit later on. Uh, your pan pastel work, which we sort of touched upon last week that we were, we were hinting at 
covering this week. So we'll get to those. <laughs> um, but first of all, I thought we'd um, cover... We, we talked about fabric last week, and we've been asked... Um, about tartan specifically about how right. to do tartan and we've been given an example picture so i thought in general we could just talk about how you might approach tartan dad i know you've not mm. actually mm. done it but it's imagine i can imagine very similar to fabric but it's just patterned so um mm. how specifically right. would you approach something like mm. tartan well the first thing you're going to think about is um would you then, if you're going to put a base color down, would you put the base color for, let's say, green? And then would you put the base color for red? And then would you put a base color for blue? And would you put a base color for black? Do you see where I'm going from this? Yeah, That's does it end be up being very, a patterned base very color? Difficult. Exactly. It would be really hard. Now, I've never done tartan at all. And I can't see me actually doing it. But if I did, I would approach it the same as I do with everything else. I would find a common base colour. Now, if you're looking at um, some blues and greens, then really you'd be looking at a, a neutral base colour. And the perfect one for that would be two double three as a base color i wouldn't make it too light because you're going to be putting darker colors on you see what i mean but you can't put, be dark because you can put lighter colors on so you've got to find a neutral color and two three three would work well now if you were a tartan that was um more uh, earthy colors then you could use two seven three i'm talking about uh, favor now but there are equivalent greys in all the makes. I can tell you that because I know. But I'm specifically thinking about uh, Faber. All right? So that colour would go on first. Presumably, you're going to sketch it out. You know, you, you, you have to have a plan. You can't have a tarn without a plan. So you'd be sort of usual crisscrosses all over the place with your line drawing. And then I would put the grey on overall, everything, everywhere, as a base colour. I wouldn't make it too strong, but, you know, don't ladle it on, but make sure it covers the paper. Because all the subsequent colours you're going to be putting on top of that uh, would be, for instance, if it was red, that's a devastating colour to use on top of um, uh, if it was to touch the raw paper. And you said, well, yeah, but red doesn't like base colours underneath it. You've got no choice. In a situation like that, you can't do it. So what, you, what you've got in the end, with all those colours you're going to be putting on, blue, black, green, yellow, whatever, they're all colours that are going to go on top of the grey, which is a neutral colour. And you wouldn't have a problem with it. If you try putting, say, ivory or white or pink, as a base colour, it wouldn't work because you've got other colours in there that just wouldn't go with those um, base colours. You see what I mean? So neutral is the answer. And really, that's it, Steve. That's basically it. That's how I would approach it. Because mm. you've got to kind of create that separation as well, which, you know, you don't want it to become a line, like a harsh line, I imagine, with fabric, you know, it's no. it's not quite so it's no. not like a line is it 
Do you remember, um, if you go back, and I've done this dozens and dozens of times, when I have two um, adjoining colours, particularly if it was light and dark, I, I use my colour shaper between those two, part the dark and part the light, right in the middle. And what that does, it gives a fusion. And that fusion would work as well with tartan. Mm. It just softens the edges, right, which makes it more realistic. That's right. It would make it it would make it more like fabric. Yeah. Because I do use it a lot in fabric, that uh, system. Yeah. Uh, but it, it wouldn't be a problem. You can easily do it. The only thing that I would say you've got a slight problem with would be very often tartans have got a white or a very light line running through them mm. on top of them. Now, you can't put it on first of all. There's no way you're going to get the, the colours to go around it. So that's got to be added afterwards. And in a situation like that, let's say it was a, a white line, I would probably have use a very sharp, if you've got one, the general white charcoal would probably work quite well on that. But you've got to be prepared that it's going to pick up some of the colour as it travels through. There's nothing I can say and nothing I can do that would, would help on that. In a way, even if it was um, to pick up some colour, I don't think that would matter particularly because I, it's a long time since I've um, seen tartan. But I think that also, that light line does pick up or does have an influence on the colour that it's running across. Mm. So I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah. That, that, that. You haven't got any choice. You can't do it beforehand. It's got to be done afterwards, and you can't rub it out. It's too. It would be too thin a line. With pastel like mat, whiskers, Steve. Yeah, with pastel mat, you, you're more likely to be able to go over the top of it. I would think, yes, you probably are pastel mat because you've got to – it depends, though. You see, if you're putting, if you're putting strong colours like dark blue and red and black – there's a lot, a lot of black in tartan, and you're going across that. You know, you, you, you've got to be, you've got to be have a sharp pencil that cuts through it. And mm. uh, I, uh, if you ask me, would I ever do tartan? The chances are I wouldn't do it because it's it's too difficult. It would be too difficult for me to do. Mm. I wouldn't be able to succeed as I would like to. And it's unusual for me to say that, but that's how I would look at some. Some things are tricky. And are they really um, worth the effort in trying to work something like that out? Yeah. Well, I mean... It, sometimes you've got no choice, have you? I was going to say, yeah, in, in the situation... If you've got no choice, that you've you're got in, no choice, you can, you've got to do it. You can choose your own pictures and, and such like that, mm. like choose not to do it. But, yeah, in mm. the case of other people... They, they sort of they might absolutely be, well this is it. where this is where commission um does have its drawbacks if you're doing commission work then um you have to do what the customer asks you to do but you can still point out to them that um what you're asking me to do mrs customer or mr customer is something that might not work out exactly as we would like it to be and explain to them, with the pastel pencil particularly, uh, the limitations. Mm. And they 
as long as they're aware of that before they start, they would uh, they won't say afterwards, oh, well, that line wasn't very bright. You know, I, you know my title um, picture is much brighter than that. See what I mean? So if you can if you can forestall that, so much the better. I imagine it's managing expectations, isn't it? Your clients' expectations, mm. and if it's something that you're going to struggle with, all you can do is be honest with them and say, "I'm going to struggle with this potentially," and you know, go from there. Mm, but I'd, I'd be, be careful there because that sounded a bit negative. You've got to be careful with the negatives. I, I would wouldn't put it quite like that. I would say um, that this particular aspect of the picture will need quite a lot of attention and I'm not completely 100% that I will achieve what I set out to do something like that got you so you're not you're not you're not being negative you're not saying I can't do it and and I haven't got the confidence to do it <laughs> you've got to be careful there um, because you don't want to put people off so you've got to choose your words diplomatically good point very good point. Anyway. Good advice. I hope I, I, hope I might have solved that problem for people. Hopefully, yeah. Well, if um, people still have any questions, then let us know. Happy to talk about it on another episode. Um, in the meantime, let's move on to these two pan pastels. Now, I think what you are talking about last week about replicating Monet's sort of style mm. and giving it a go with That's pan right. pastels. And these two actually are very similar when you look at them, they almost pair together quite nicely. I imagine them in a frame. They do, don't they? Yes. Um, yes. A double frame, double yes. mount kind of situation where you've, you know, not that's mm. not the right word, but a, a mounted together in one frame would be quite nice. Mm. Yes, they would be. And they're the same size as well as they happen. Oh. So that, that's useful, isn't it? it? It's my regular size. I don't, I don't go too big. Uh, not that that should stop people from doing it. They can do it A4 size if they like. It doesn't matter. It just uh, makes your line drawing. Well, in fact, the, there's no line drawings with these because they are done um, from the scratch, just as the other two were. Do you remember the last, last week I did two, which were from a photographic reference? And although I take liberties with that reference, I uh, draw it out from the scratch there's no line drawing on it no sketching and these are no exception the only the only line i put in is the horizon line mm. and i think that's important to do that draw that in because it gives you that it gives you the above it and below it and to the side of it and so on working on the two-third rule as well uh, people know what that is and if you work on the two-third rule as best you can not not always uh, exactly right, and then the um, you've got to work on working from back to the front. So you obviously start with the sky, and then you work forward. So, but I always do that anyway. That's nothing new. But these are in the style of Monet. So I've done a lot of research on his pictures. I've done a couple of his pictures and. Uh, I've got a very good idea of, of what is probably going through his mind when he's doing them. However, I say in the style of Monet because it can't be Monet. I'm not Monet. So therefore, um, I can tend to try to emulate some of the techniques he probably adopted, but still put my own take on it. 
and uh, the sky, the skies. I don't like to say it, but my skies are a little better than his skies. If you've ever words. seen Monet's <laughs> a blob here and a blob there and a blob there and a blob there and a blob there. Now, I'm not taking it away from him, and, I sh- and I'll be pulled over the coals by Monet lovers, but my skies are more natural. And, and I think that complements the picture. If you look at the, the, the two pictures here, they look nice, and they look nice because we've got a nice sky. See what I mean? If I had done blob, 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 and then done all that lovely um, uh, fake uh, work that I've done on them, it wouldn't have looked quite as good, would it? What you have well, is a subtlety. You, what you have is a yes, subtlety in these skies. Like I think, mm. if you really mm. like analyse them and look at the cloud formations and things, the cloud formations mm. are very natural. But you've done so many of them now that you know they're mm. going to be. Mm. But it's including things like the pinks that you don't really, and the moviness you don't really think of that mm. as being in the sky when you're looking at the sky. But when you really no. look at a sky, <laughs> you do see it. Oh yes, absolutely you do. Um, but but that's what they did though. They did a lot of um, colours in skies. Uh, the the um, impressionists. But what I liked about this and the, the first one I did was the uh, one with the two red tiled uh, buildings. One was one's a shed, and the other is a house in the distance. And that was the first one I did. And uh, I decided there, I, I couldn't put people in there. There's nowhere, to, nowhere I could put them. But the second one begged to have a couple of people on that towpath, didn't it? And this if is you the think about first, it, is this the first one with people in, with pan pastels? It is. It is. But again, Monet used to do that. Monet used to put people in. But I haven't been able to put them in at the moment because I haven't done a picture that warrants it. But when I looked at this one... And I designed it. Uh, it was after a, a picture that it, he, he's actually done, but totally different to his. And I thought, this has got a lovely towpath. I love that, um, especially with the fence on the left-hand side. Um, and the light coming through it, I thought, it's got to have a couple of people. Now, when you put people in, folks, and I think people are going to love me, um, my our, our members and uh, people that, are going to be doing this picture. These are carrot people, Steve. Do you know what they, I mean by carrot people? No. no, probably not. What they are, you you actually draw a carrot. Ah. You put a, a top to it. You put the shoulders, which is the widest part of the carrot, and you taper to the bottom. Nothing to nothing. That's how you start off. You put them in like that. And then you deviate a little and I love the pose that I got uh, on this. It's very, very quick. I would have done those two characters you see on the left-hand side uh, of the picture on the towpath. That would have taken me a minute or two, two minutes perhaps, to do. Wow. It's as quick as that. Because, just as um, you pre- people probably know, if you me- mess about, with impressionism, it won't work. You've got to be very positive. You've got to say, this is it, done. Next, on to the next bit. This is it, 
done. On to the next bit. It doesn't mean to say you don't think it through. It's just you have to, you have to be. It's got to be instantaneous. And these two pictures would have wouldn't taken me more, about an hour, I would think, in each one to do it. Mm. Very very quick. But What's... it's quick because you can't mess about with it. You can't keep backtracking. What's interesting about the one with the people in that is, I feel like almost if you didn't have those people in it, you wouldn't grasp the perspective as much. Yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely right. You wouldn't exactly be right. quite sure how tall that fence is or that place, because I think it's their, that placement of the people as well. You wouldn't quite know what perspective that distance is without those people there you, you know You're what i mean right. it, it's it makes it very clear that it, it, it gives it that dimension and, and do you notice too that the people their heads are just touching the sky yes that's not that was deliberate when i put the, the tops to the carrots on <laughs> my little top my little heads my tops i put them in that position to start with that governed where I finished, because putting a putting a, a character in or anything in has got to be in the right place. If I'd have dropped that below, say on the waterline, for instance, it wouldn't have worked. Isn't You've got to have just something extra there that made that work for me. Now I do that instinctively, Steve. I don't I don't really plan it any more than that. It's an instinctive level. And, of course, colours. There's only about two, three colours in those two. A little bit of red, a little bit of dark colour. And I wanted them to be in the shadow as well. Mm. That gives you a silhouette effect, you see, as well. There's a lot to it, isn't there? There is a lot to it. I think that it's um, it's a real nice blend of detail, even though those people are so small, there's hardly detail, but it gives the impression of detail. And then you have in the foreground, it's kind of a, a reverse. You have the foreground where there is no detail in that particular picture on the right-hand side, right at the front, yet you have the impression of detail towards the back. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I love these two. Um, I think probably at the moment they are my favourites that I've done, particularly the one with the people in, because... There was a lot of thought there. And people, when they see this, um, very soon, I expect it, I don't think it'll be long before we can put it up, um, they'll be, they'll marvel at how quickly it's done. Mm. Especially the, the towpath, the, uh, the bank there. It literally is minutes it took me to do it. And you can't play with it. Once you put it in, it's there. Actually, if you look at that picture, particularly that one, you can see that instantaneous approach that I had. There's a lot of things there that are not quite finished. Mm. They look it, but they're not quite finished. You see what I mean? Yeah. And, and that is where the Impressionist scored heavily. That's exactly what they did. And I, I can sense the urge that I have to go up close to my screen to look at it. <laughs> You'll get quite a shock if you did. <laughs> I mean, I've got it, obviously. Where, where's the fault? 
I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna ruin your day now because you can see my screen. Oh dear, and I'm dear, gonna... dear, yes. Well, yes, go even closer. Go really close to that. Now look at those people now. Not just not just are you looking at that, and when you get so far, it just. But can you see the face of the person on the right hand side, Steve? It looks like exactly like a, a, a silhouette of a perfect face, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that that wasn't that was a blob, 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 blob. Well, a carrot top. It was, it was a carrot top. Yeah, it's it's, it's it, amazing. It's wonderful how things turn out. Mm. Absolutely amazing. What's next for you then? I mean, these ones will hopefully oh, go up. What, well, what have you we, got planned next? I, well, I, we're, we've got something. Of, I don't know whether we can talk about it at the moment because it's it, this is an experimental thing we're we're doing, and and I I sent the first picture to you but next week we'll we will because i shall have another at least another one done and possibly another two it's going to be a set of four pictures and we can say that we're your suggestion uh, a little while ago you said to me do you know dad it would be lovely if we could cater for children and my immediate reaction to that was no i don't think so thank you very much not for me but you insisted on us talking about it. I give it a lot of thought. And one thing I've I felt that we could do, we could find very, very simplistic, not simple pictures, but simplistic pictures that doesn't didn't require a great deal of um what can I say, pencils for one thing, limit the amount of pencils, limit the lines, keep it as simple as I can, and that's not taking it away from the children, but the idea is to have an age bracket of 10 to 12, because this was brought on, wasn't it, by a lady who um, said that she's helped her daughter produce several pictures, and um, they've been thrilled to bits with them, and then her older daughter had uh, done a couple of our um, starter packs and framed them. And you, it started us thinking, didn't it? Think, well, you know, we've heard this before. Maybe we all should start thinking about it. So this is what I, I did a lot of thinking, a lot of searching for subject material which would be appealing to a child. Or, hey, yes, you've got to call them children, can't you? A 10, 12-year-old is a child. And, but would fire their imagination. Mm. And... I thought animals has got to be animals, uh, although I think they would probably want to do landscape. I think animals, especially if they're cute, I don't want twee ones. I wanted cute ones uh, that uh, they would want to do. And this is what we've come up with. I've got four pictures that uh, I want to do. Um, you've seen the first one, and uh, we've got the, the second one's already on the chocks. I haven't started it yet, but I will do. So that will definitely be ready next week. And we can, if you want to, we can show at least those two and uh, say this is. But the other thing is, Steve, although my general um, introduction to this has been uh, aimed at children of the age graphic, um, bracket I've mentioned, I also think they would be good um, starter pictures for people who really want to get on the ladder. Mm. And uh, so I've 
even though I've aimed it really for those children, I think it would also be ideal for people um, just to use it as a uh, a guide. A bit like the starter packs, you yeah. know, six pencil starter packs. Same idea, mm. because they've been amazingly successful, those have. So I think these will follow on, although there's going to be a few more pencils. I've, I've, come, I've tried to do it with six, but it wouldn't work. So I've gone to eight this time. So we've got eight Faber-Castell pastel pencils. I've made sure that they're in the box of 24. So if people want to, and I, probably they will, a lot of them will buy the Colin Bradley Special Selection box of 24, and that will cover all the pictures that I'm going to be doing. Brilliant. In the immediate future, you know. Certainly these four that I've done will be in that uh, 24 and i will try from then onwards to keep that uh, one box so people if they bought the box they're probably going to use all of them eventually mm. cracking absolutely brilliant i'm excited i'm really excited and i've seen the picture and i think people are going to be really excited to give it a go whatever level um or age they're at so um we will show that next week and reveal the uh, first two Excellent. Fantastic stuff. Well, thanks so much, Dad, for sharing your wisdom and your artwork with us. It's been a pleasure talking to you about it. No, oh, it's a pleasure. Uh, I, like, I like nothing more. And uh, I, I can never wait when I finish chatting to you. I can never wait to get back to carry on. It's, a, it's a, like a, a disease with me. I can't help it. <laughs> well that's not probably the right word to use but i just can't can't leave it alone an addiction you might say that's it a disic an addiction that's what it is i'm addicted <laughs> to i'm addicted to me art a little less toxic <laughs> um lovely excellent all right well um thank you everyone for listening we'll leave it there this week i'm stephen bradley and i'm colin bradley enjoy, enjoy your week, week.